0: Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I'm R. Neville Johnston.
1: And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about transmuting energy, both in an environment and within yourself. But before Mm -hmm. we get to that...
0: Well, we normally put the Mayan calendar in here, and uh, a lot of our viewers follow the Mayan calendar. So if someone wants to call in with the spell count. we would be very interested in that so okay. that everyone can share that
1: well then we'll jump right into our our topic then mm-hmm. well one of the things I'd like to mention we all feel the energy in a room we feel when somebody comes in that makes us upset we feel how things change when they leave and the fact is is everything that we do or experience really is reflected in the environment around us afterwards and during it. And ultimately, everything that has ever happened in the place where you are sitting right now and will ever happen are still there in that same space, just in different time envelopes. So you could look at it as a stack of envelopes of today and tomorrow and yesterday being underneath it. And what we are are perception points that move through these different places, uh, pieces of envelopes through different uh, spaces in time. And, and it seems to be consistent. We have this illusion in what the India, Indians call the Maya, this idea that things are consistent and that one day is connected to the next day or one moment is connected to the next. But our perception point does move around. And when we have a particularly imprinting envelope event, sometimes it bleeds through, so to speak, into other time envelopes. So things that happened yesterday, the party that everybody had last night, you may still be able to feel uh, besides the empty beer bottles, you might be able to feel energetic remnants of this. Mm -hmm. So the first primary thing that you can do to create that space of harmony and peace in your own life and in your environment is to realize that ultimately We're going to be showing a lot of different techniques, but ultimately you are the master of that perception point and whether you focus completely in this moment or you let the bleed through happen. It's like a radio station, and you can turn the channel at any time to get back to the frequency where you wish to be. So with that being said...
0: Well, there's quite a bit someone can do about (laughs) the uh, sovereignty over the energy Mm -hmm. in any space that you happen to walk in. Uh, for years we've said there is no step you take that is not a step uh, that is on holy ground uh, if we care to think of it that way but uh, very little do we recognize our own sovereignty in our reality so of the many 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 things you can do to assist you to remember to transmute energy in a given environment is uh, through crystals we do quite a bit of Teaching, well, which did you wish? Yes yeah, that's st- fine. Um, crystals, we've watched me um, with this crystal for many, many moons now, several suns, half a dozen eclipses, but um, this I'm constantly using to transmute energy. A crystal is uh, going to do what you tell it to do. There we go. Uh, where yep, was yep. I? Um, so we have. Um, um, you tell the crystal to act out an intention that you put into the crystal by holding it and saying this transmutes uh, the next hour into your enjoyment, your remembering things, your sovereignty. And so. Uh, one of the things you can do is put four crystals at the four corners of a room. And you do it through a ceremony. I have a dream space here. And uh, yeah, this is a, you have a different version. Uh, do you want to talk about that? That's specifically dream space. Yeah,
1: well, essentially what we're talking about, it's the same procedure. But you can do it for a room, a yard, a country, a world, or something very specific like your bed. And what I have here is little kits um, that have amethyst as opposed to quartz. Uh, But I can talk about mine next if you, or shall I?
0: Well, uh, just to complete, you take the right angles in the four corners of the room and you put a crystal there. If we're talking about a room and you put a program into these four crystals saying, this room will be good times had by all, this room will be a classroom, this room will be a... (laughs) A place of transmutation of negative into um, workable energy, and the workable energy into um, conducting a very happy field into the room. You can put any sort of program you want. The four corners go with the four elements: fire, air, earth, and water. And uh, there's there's a ceremony written that goes with the placing of the crystals, but. Um, Go ahead on to what you're talking well, about. Well,
1: I, I was just going to demonstrate, um, mm-hmm. if, if we could get what Neville's talking about. How you lay them is in an X formation. And I'd like to explain a little bit about how this works, because it's not just some esoteric thing. As we know, quartz and crystals in general are conductors of energy. They're, they're not just a rock. They actually condu- conduct energy, and they oscillate at a very consistent vibration. So when you place these in a configuration of that X, and I've even seen pictures, and photography of crystals, before they were placed in a geometric form with each other and there was a line of energy running through the, um, what is that called, the axis. And then they put them in the grid and they got like quadrupled in size and intensity. So what happens when you place them in an X, you're creating an energy field that is then programmable. And it's a subtle energy field. And let me explain what that difference is. We all know what it feels like to walk in a room with a bunch of depressed people, and then walk in a room of a bunch of happy people. Now ultimately, everybody was there present in the physical dimension in their bodies. So what, what was that difference? And that is the energetic field that I'm referring to. So when you make that X, whether it's in a room or under your bed, and amethyst is really good for under your bed because amethyst helps you to sleep and gets you into that higher sleep vibration. But whatever you program into that field of energy, the room is going to be elevated to that vibrational frequency. So like Neville was saying, you could could have it where everybody is happy, where everybody is getting together and working together well. So it's a really good idea to do this at work. A brilliant way to transform a room. And you can even do it at work. And you don't have to physically have them at work. You can draw an outline of your office space and grid it at home. Because it is an energetic thing, it doesn't have to be in that physical space. But we've had many miracles with people gridding things. You remember that one one lady um, the school teacher that she grid and and everything really changed frequency the next day
2: well yeah well we Very had much so. we
1: had gridded the park near our house this is quite a story with one of our advanced gridding classes our class project was to go and grid that um, playground mm-hmm. and none of the kids ever played there And we thought, well, this would be a good program to put in it, that the adults love to come here, that children love to come here, and they feel safe, happy, warm, and welcome, and have a good time. We put a lot of wonderful things in it. And the very next day, Neville and I walked by there on a walk, and it was filled with people, adults swinging, everybody laughing. And two days later, the neighbor's tree fell over, and it would have fallen right where the kids used to play before going to the park because they used to play in the street right in front of our mm. house. And so if we had not done that, who knows what would have happened?
0: Well, we've been teaching crystals for hundreds of years now. At least. Um, what they are, how they work, what you do with them. Even uh, those following the show on a regular basis have been picking up uh, pieces, but the, um, the class is a very important thing because we put it all together in one unit And then who knows where anybody's going to go from there because the knowledge is um, uh, growing. It grows. It expands. It's not Mm -hmm. a closed door. It's, in fact, an open door. The whole principle of the language is to speak in words that are doors that open instead of doors that slam shut. That's brilliant. Yeah, and there are so many words in English that are a slam shut door that we no. <laughs> do not use. Um, there are some doors you do close know, that, we, that we do not use because it doesn't serve us well. Well, let's, while and we're the, on
1: crystals, shall we do this now?
0: Okay, let's do that now. No, do you want to set? It and, oh, another well, thing well, you yeah. can do is to set up one of these little tables. Now, the tables always makes have... makes
1: these, by the way.
0: Yeah. The tables always have a sacred geometric form on top of them. There we go.
1: Let's see if I can do that and still keep the crystal in Yeah.
0: That crystal in the middle of this one is a lapidolite. There we go. That's a beautiful shot. Now, what you would do is you would add the centerpiece last, and you would take, this one has six sides. It actually runs on a 13, but say six. And I know that won't be too stable because it's in your hand. Right. But if this were sitting quietly, you could put six stones, and then another seven stones, actually.
1: not doing too bad since it's at an angle
0: yeah and uh, you're while you're doing this you're telling each one of them to have a particular aspect in your room Um, uh, quartz is always six-sided so yeah and
1: one of the things Neville makes these mm -hmm. and it's got the copper and I think they're brilliant and another brilliant thing that he did is put the little legs so that they can stack on top of each other Because Neville and I love to do grids of various assortments of different things, and this is a way to have multiple grids stacked on top. Sorry. Yeah, and
0: this is the Markaba version of it. And then finally, you would put, that's a piece of lepidolite, because that will calm everything down. So if the point of building this grid for you has been to create a room that's given to study, it's given to uh, contemplation, (laughs) that would be a very good grid to lay out. Now, there's uh, another one that's behind, the other behind me, that behind me, uh, that is a seven-sided um, piece that is the, um, refer- was first published in the um, 1400s in a book on alchemy, and it's a seven-sided piece. And seven is an amazing... Is that the one you're speaking of? Yeah, that's the one I'm speaking of. Uh, a- an amazing device, a seven-sided piece. Uh, and it's got a six and a five uh, inside like of it. It's like an painting. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's inherent in sevens. Sevens have a very... Because they're spirals. And they have a very unusual energy, and they are an expansive number in and of itself. And yeah. anybody who's involved with mathematics knows that seven does not play well with other numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it's the primary number with an attitude as opposed to other <laughs> primary numbers. But, that's uh, true. So this, this seven-sided figure was originally called the Windowsill of God. That's a translation out of Latin, and I don't quite remember the Latin. But the alchemist that used this was um, referring to it that way. And uh, came out of a book I found on uh, And then they divided it into 40, and they'd had 40 angels uh, standing around the edge of it. and It goes on and on and on. That particular grid can become most complex, and you can lay out. Uh, now, if you start stacking grids that have different purpose, you can get this little column of light going on. And the thing is, we've, those of us who collect crystals end up, no matter what we do, we're storing crystals because unless you live in an incredibly large house with a phenomenal amount of um, shelving, there's no way to get them all... Out mm-hmm. and working therefore the little tables so you can stack them <laughs> I have three or four stacks
1: well, in sorted <clears throat>
0: rooms that do assorted things
1: in the advanced crystal gridding class we go into all kinds of grids um, and it's so powerful to have this knowledge especially now
0: mm-hmm. because
1: we are vibrating at a higher place mm-hmm. a faster oscillation and so we have to learn or it would be good wonderful for us to learn techniques that can Take care of things in that energy field, or or utilize it rather. Now you do have another one over there. Would you like to talk about that before the, we move um, on to the next? Yeah, thing? Then we'll
0: get another shot of that in a moment. Okay. This has uh, got a name also. It's called a bagua, and uh, is a um, another version of the Merkaba. <laughs> in that Merkaba um, uh, is a completely different subject, and there's so much information in there. So Ba Gua, here it is, is an eight-sided figure. So this is actually a number of eight-sided figures over each other. So you could immediately place, let's say, 24 stones in this particular grid. Now, because it's a Ba Gua, the entire feng shui opens like a magic door. And they would suggest that um, this is copacetic with the house that you live in to begin with, the Ba Gua and that each of the eight sides represents an aspect of your life. For example, one will be family, one will be wealth, one will be ancestors, and so forth around the eight. And it also suggests that each of the eight sides represents a specific color. So if you were very scholarly and had nothing to do in a lot of rocks, you could place a yellow rock at the appropriate place in the Bagua, red, green, etc., all the way around, and you could get up quite a shot going on with this and then echoing inside of it with the smaller bagua
1: that'd be beautiful
0: inside you know Mm. I
1: do have a feng shui grid that I teach in the advanced gridding class we we ought to compare them too, and maybe utilize that instead because I really love that not to mention is it made of wood which is a natural substance but it also has the the copper copper that keeps the energy flowing and then the crystals combine with that yeah so
0: now another let me just well, go ahead
1: yeah are, are you still on crystals because I was
0: uh, no we'll go on then I'll talk about copper later yeah go well, ahead. yeah
1: copper later we've got a we've got the whole show so mm-hmm. that's wonderful well next thing I was going to talk about is the different uh, it's not just an energetic influence it can it can be well I'm not going to say energetic because what I'm going to talk about is an energetic but it's more on the earth plane energetic and that is the EM fields, the electromagnetic fields that are in our house. They really do affect us because we are electromagnetic beings. It's been long reported what microwaves and cell phones do, do to the electromagnetic field of the human being. Well, our electrical outlets do too. And if you think about it, back in the 50s when they built houses, there may be one or two plugs in a room now, I think code is every six feet along a wall, and not only do we have them every six feet, but we've got surge protectors plugged into each one, and those full, and so we've got a huge amount of an EM field going on around us, and everything that we buy now is electric, so that compounds it. We're computers, we've got our cell phones with our little computer, and I, I'm a techno geek, and so I'm, I'm up there with the rest of them, Uh, with my little devices and everything, but I will say it affects your electromagnetic field. I meant to bring this little device I have, this, this EM reader that shows you how incredible it is. We had a microwave, and I put this meter by the microwave, and the microwave was off, plugged in, sitting there, it went beep, 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 really high. So I unplugged the microwave. And it still beeped there was still radiation or or emfs coming off the microwave it affects us it affects our brain activity it affects our pineal gland which is our third eye and that's i really feel a big contributor to a lot of the psychiatric imbalances that are going on in our our world today so there are a lot of things you can do and i would recommend number one not sleeping with anything plugged in that's by your head and then when you do turn things off at night, do it by unplugging the surge protector because electricity is still being sent to the device even when it's off. But if you unplug the surge protector, it's amazing the quality of sleep you will get in your room and the peace you will feel when you come home from work. There are some stones you can use that really assist with this, and this is called sodalite. It's a very beautiful blue-color stone, and it is said to absorb some EMFs. So I've kept pieces like this next to my computer for many years now. And you may want to get a few pieces, and they make jewelry too, chip necklaces and such. You can put around your neck. And they're, they're really wonderful for that. Another thing that is reputed also to be a help to lessen the influence of electromagnetic fields are salt lamps because there is that, dried ocean water, the the minerals and everything in it, and it radiates a negative ion field. Negative ions are the opposite of positive ions, obviously, and positive ions are what's created by electrical devices. If you ever feel that jittery feeling, like you've had coffee but you haven't had coffee, you're probably in a very strong electromagnetic field, and it is a good idea to unplug these. If you ever notice when Electricity goes out during a storm or something and everything is so peaceful and quiet That feel where all the air conditioners are off the fans are off it's automatically
0: Not just suspicious of it. Yeah, not you me. Are. I love well yeah, I know but I mean the average person goes oh my god. I got to do something. Yeah Yeah, no. well,
1: well the feeling that mm-hmm. goes along with it not just the silence because we never get any silence I woke up one day and I wrote this huge article on vibrational medicine years before anybody was talking about that. And it said that the vibrations that we that the monitors and everything are, are giving off are really the cause behind so many people wearing glasses. Yes, the focus tight in as opposed to the periphery, we don't get that balance. But that it, it really affects the subtle balance of your eyes. So darkness and silence are essential. And the... And very, very important in the functioning of your pineal gland.
0: Um, absolutely. But it is amazing how conditioned we are to be constantly fried. I mean, we are mm-hmm. constantly fried everywhere all the time. And uh, to and to then automatically be suspicious if we're not being fried, I think is humorous well, about we the humans. In most
1: workplaces, if you think about it, you've got plugs all around you, your feet are probably really close to many outlets and same with your head and there's fluorescent lighting, very little natural light, so something else you can do is get a full spectrum bulb and -hmm. get a small lamp and have that there just to assist with things and see if you can turn out those fluorescent lights and and get more simulated daylight even if you can't have a window.
0: They stopped publishing it but they were finding actual damage done to the eye from seeing in fluorescent light because you your eye will use up all available vitamin A to see in a fluorescent field, lit by fluorescent. I never
1: heard that, that's interesting. I'll, I'll well, I, they, but it they published
0: this for a while and then it just stopped.
1: Yeah, that's definitely something to look up.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's interesting to have your vitamins used up by your environment. Yeah. I mean, normally, okay, so we're, you know, it's like running an engine, your body is kind of like running an engine and you would expect it to use fuel Yes, of course, the well, you, there is the idea of zero-point philosophy about things. There are
1: no shadows in fluorescent lighting, which is why they use it in offices, because you, you don't have to, like if your hand would
0: right, shadow yeah. and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. But the idea of not having shadows, all of our natural light does contain shadows We see by virtue of, of the time. Sa- shadow. You mm-hmm. cannot
0: see without shadows. Kay. And we have our first color. Okay, so and then
1: uh, this was just a piece of rose quartz, which is also another energy that you can have just sitting in your room these crystals Mm -hmm. cathedrals large points just sitting in the room and they give off a field a wonderful field and it's Mm -hmm. measurable it's feelable and it will transmute yeah the the vibration will entrain you up to it okay let's Let's take our call before we get on
0: sure hi caller what's your name please
3: hi Marion
1: Neville this is Cheryl Cheryl
0: What can we do for you?
1: Oh, you're the one that requested this show, right, Cheryl? Yes, I am. This is Cheryl.
0: Okay. I was going
1: to mention you later, but I'm so glad you called. Uh, we had asked uh, for some show ideas, and so Cheryl came up with this idea.
0: Transmuting energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, thought...
3: I, I had heard you both mention it before, but not really for a longer period of time.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And
3: I'm very interested oh, It's a worthy
1: topic. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you.
3: I have a couple of questions. Sure. You mentioned the salt lamps, but the majority of the salt lamps are electric. So yes. So should I then try to go more based on the candle version?
1: I think, well here's the thing, and thanks for bringing that up because I did mean to mention that. Number one, it's usually a four watt bulb that's in the salt lamp, so that's going to be vastly better. and. Even ne- negative ion generators use so much electricity for those. It, it really, even though they say it emits X amount of negative ion or whatever, that positive ion generated cancels some of that out. And I have done my EM meter around salt lamps, and it does go off to a degree. But I think that the the payoff, the trade off rather, is pretty good. Okay. And, and plus, they're beautiful, and they do make you feel.
0: And if you run out of salt, you can just lick Neville the Never Neville licks yeah. them all the time. No, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's what they're for. No one knows. It yeah. used to be an ocean. But you the know. candle ones what are, are you brilliant, do? too. Mm-hmm. It's just
1: the field around the candle probably doesn't go as, as Yeah, far. but the
0: principle is the light going through it is what carries the uh, uh, good stuff, the minerals, et cetera, into you. into you is through the light. Anyone that knows about a, a Rife machine is where a radio frequency is pass through an inert gas field and the radio frequency in the inert gas field becomes light. Um, a very, very crude principle of it is the neon light, neon itself is an mm-hmm. inert gas. Uh, but they throw a really charged um, high voltage through it, and it does give off light. But you've seen neon light fries you in case you haven't noticed that. But if you set a radio wave to a specific bacteria frequency of a specific everything has a frequency so bacteria has a frequency so if you set a radio to the frequency of that bacteria and you broadcast it through inert gas it turns into a light the light goes through you and the bacteria is the only thing that is affected in your whole body so the bacteria ends its existence it explodes it literally literally explodes it so this principle of light carrying things see we're not used to thinking like that we really everything has to be um, you know zero point mentality has yet to reach the human race because we have quid pro quo we've been brought up this entire lifetime to to with the belief there's no free lunch there's nothing and zero point isn't zero it's just from another dimension and that's that's um, uh, well, you know, well, the humans in 50 years will understand what we're talking about. Before you get about. off on
1: the, because you're talking about so many great topics, before, before you get off yes, on that zero yeah. point, I was just hearing um, the other day in my, I, I was just contemplating about how much conflict and how much energy the average human spends on conflicts within themselves (laughs) that if we could do away with inner conflict we would do away with our requirement for such a caloric intake and maybe we would end consumption altogether and that that's when we transcend out of the human form is ending consumption and that's that's when the blending of the yin yang finally happens because you don't have to have the consumption of the other the drive from one to make the other one move but, but the negative ions are something so beautiful, just to give people an idea. When you go to the beach or you go to a waterfall or this beautiful um, creek going through a, a mountain, um, it, it's just incredible. It, it enlivens you and wakes you up. So.
0: Yeah, that yeah, feeling I mean right the, before a storm mm-hmm. is the influx of the negative ions that is going to be the storm. You know, that's and then interesting. afterwards, the air is saturated with negative ions. Uh, That's what feels so good about a storm.
1: Yeah, because somebody, I always heard it was after the storm, but I always feel invigorated before. Now, I know, Cheryl, you said you had another question, too?
3: Yes, I do. Um, I was wondering, it's kind of twofold, I tend to keep the majority of my crystals all in one area, and I was wondering if doing that, actually I'm, I'm negating their properties because they're, so close together well, or does
0: it matter? There are so many correct answers, please understand. It is a correct answer to keep them together because they will build geometries within each other and build up a field, that's a correct answer. It's also a correct answer to put them to various tasks individually and spread them out. There are just so many correct answers. We human beings have depends this on this align concept that as long as we've found the right answer, then we can stop thinking. But there, it just doesn't work that way. This is another point that we make on this show habitually, that there's more than one correct answer. So well, you're right, and moving them is right also. So it'll have to be your decision, unless okay. you want us to make it for you. In yeah. this case, no, no, we'll no, have to did. bill you. <laughs> just kidding.
3: My, my other question is, what type of Go ahead. properties do agate stones have because I seem to have a really strong affinities to them lately.
1: Well, you definitely have um, uh, different crystals that come to you and talk to you, but let me just say one thing about that, about the crystals being together or apart. Crystals really are tools. It's like the hammer is not going to go bang a house or, or nails in your house without you picking it up and directing it to. Well, uh, crystals are very much like that, too. So if you have them together, and that's the purpose, to have them together, then your intention, when you put them together, will be the one radiated. And then if you set them apart, then that would be your intention, too. And the agate is a really good universal type thing. And there are all kinds of different colors of agate, as well, in different types and styles. And typically, when you go to interpret what the uses of crystals are, you can look at the color because color is a frequency band and each color contains information and not only information but vibrational pathways for us to communicate and travel upon. So the reds are going to have more properties that are similar to the base chakra which is creation and power and passion and things like that. And then as you move up, they're going to correspond with with the different chakras. Blue, for instance, blue lace agate is a beautiful one for the throat chakra. I love that stone, and you can feel the the frequency in your hand, even if you can't articulate it, but that you can. But there are all kinds of different agates, so I would just go by the color coding for now, because okay. that's really the essential part. So thank yeah. you,
3: thank you.
0: Anything else?
3: The the crystal kit that you and Neville were discussing earlier, mm-hmm. could we get those from you, or did you actually well, order them? I tell you from what, right just
1: now? email me. Um, yeah, we made those up because we didn't, we had a commercial place that was going to produce them based on our kits, but it just didn't work out for whatever reason, mainly yeah. he passed away, but. Um. <laughs>
0: That'll slow down a production <laughs> but right But you line. can email
1: me because we have them for all sorts of different things so yes definitely feel free to go to the website or email that would be great
3: okay and yeah. if you have
1: Thank a you. minute later mary oh okay all i think right. she was going to so, ask for a
0: reading okay i'm sure you figured that out
1: uh okay, Let okay. Me just i'm not do sure f- if she's on so um do you want to do copper and then i will do some staging
0: um sure i'll just do this relatively briefly as Fans know I've been very into creating copper for a very long time, various copper things. And in fact, there we go. Hi. Oops. Those are
1: his sorcerer pinwheel eyes.
0: There we go. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, this is a choku ray, which is an energy. Let me get it against something dark. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> choku ray is an interdimensional zero-point device. It brings Energy from other dimensions into this, and from this into other dimensions. It's constantly going in both directions. Again, more than one correct answer. And we really got to step that up, we the human race, that there's more than one correct answer because the entire war is based on one and only one correct answer when there's always more than one correct answer. So um, the right angle that is represented here. Uh, is the hook into the other dimension. That's why the feng shui people are so excited about right angles protruding into your environment uh, because they feel they're an intrusion, um, insurrection. Okay, so the right angle, it it connects to the other dimension, and then it radiates into this dimension. Or vice versa. And uh, going the other way also. So you could put four of these in the four corners of a room. Uh, this one in particular you could hang around your neck. Are those initiated in Saikem are aware of the Choku Ray as a healing device. And there's a number of different Choku Rays. I'm just showing the one here this evening. Uh, and they they're a remarkable device, zero point and highly effective, yeah.
1: Good to meditate with them in your mm-hmm. palms, or put them in, in your healing grid,
0: or heat them up and brand yeah. yourself with them. Yeah, they work they really well. Are.
1: We, so we to use dance them around screaming it, yeah.
0: afterwards, but still.
1: Yeah, but very lovely. Yeah, and they're beautiful as well.
0: Okay, and I'll over. come back to the other copper.
1: Okay, well, another thing that you can do to set your room back to its natural radio station, or or the now, in other words, is to sage sage your house. A lot of people hear saging which is taking a sage stick or sage bundle which is wrapped with usually cotton twine or string of some sort <clears throat> and light it on fire and then it, blow it out so that there's smoke and you go around to each room and I really feel that that's something good for everybody to do their, their home. It's sort of a spiritual spring cleaning so to speak at least at least once a year if not a lot more often than that. And, and that clears, that, that sets the place, and it clears it. Something that I really love to do is take rose incense. Now, rose is your highest vibrational frequency. It's like 320 hertz or something like that. And one of the reasons that people smell roses when, right after someone passed when they feel their presence is because that's the closest thing to that vibration that our brain knows. And so that's why it comes in that form. But I take rose incense. and. This is so perfect after you've saged because it calls a higher frequency and sets the room back at its radio dial, but the highest end of the radio dial, not the lower end where there might be irritations or watching the nightly news that can leave that kind of a feeling in the room. And you start at your front door and with the incense lit and just walk around the edge of the the room until you get to a closet then you go around the closet and you go there and if you stick to that wall it will take you all the way through the house and back around and you will get to the other side of the door and as you do that you can om or just meditate or you can set your intentions for a higher frequency you can even say love i am love i am light i am peace and just repeat that over and over or om and get to the front door and then Open the door and say, peace be to you, and you usher that frequency out. Now, it's a metaphoric type thing, symbolic thing, but it's also a very literal thing. And when you go to sleep that night, the whole house will just feel completely different. That's a really good idea to do, especially when you move into a place for the first time. And if I stay in a motel, often the energy envelopes are, are really stacked pretty tightly in motels, so, or the time envelopes. And I do that. I'll leave a piece of this incense burning or or walk around and and then put it out. And when I come back, go out to dinner or something, come back in the motel room feels really wonderful. So that's a very good technique to use. And that can also help when you have those spiritual dimensions that are encroaching in this now, in this time and space. It will help them to go back into their time dimension. Original slot, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. Um, well, let me do one, one copper, then, if we can get yes. a shot of these guys. Um, you've seen, uh, Simply Forever on this show, the waveform generator, which is a thought amplifier. So you can put a particular program into a particular waveform generator, these guys, and that will radiate out into the room. Uh, and you could do that you know in other words tell it that you want the room to be very calm and it will be very happy to do that uh, the one here with the two this one the two balls yes the two balls
1: <laughs> two balls are better this, than one
0: well this one has a lot of balls and <laughs> uh, if any of our really perceptive viewers would like to call in and explain how this one in particular works I built it and it took me two years I knew Something about this that I didn't know, and well, right now I can see it very clearly. So, if any of our viewers happen to catch on to this and you'd like to call in and talk about it, I'd like very much to continue the discussion of it. Uh, but this could specifically be used to cleanse a room, uh, set to the room. Uh, it's, oh, that feels good. Wait, go back. Fade back. Okay. Is it
1: Neville or is it a waveform generator?
0: It's a little of both, but the. Um, a device would would work particularly well and those we've had so many people be uh, give reports about the um, waveform generators that uh, very simply you tell it to do something and yeah, it vibrates they, that into existence
1: well, if you note how copper works in our walls conducting electricity it shows mm-hmm. you how how they are conduits of this energy and so by placing an intention in a waveform generator, it just keeps radiating the field of the intention. So it holds it for you. And the good thing about copper and crystals is they cannot doubt. So it, it helps us get past our doubts. Also, when I was doing some research many, many years ago, after you had already been dreaming of the waveform generators and creating those, there, there was a story of this pyramid they found submerged off this coast of, of Cuba. And when they swam in there, there was this one room with a hanging crystal and a sphere, carved hands holding a sphere. And so it's a really ancient design, and, and you have been told this. Yeah, it and came th- through. came yeah. through to you. Mm-hmm. And people have had many, many successes by placing their intentions under it. Hmm. I, I do something similar. I make candles that I code either with a vibration uh, of, a, of a particular color, or chakra, Bringing or uh, goddesses box. and... Yeah. S- And I did a whole set where I rang the bowl and did the tuning forks. During the whole time, it hardened. So it kept that note, that vibration in it. So then when it was converted back to light, it released it again.
0: When you light the candle, you you bring Mm -hmm. that into the room. And
1: speaking, speaking of which, sound is an incredible thing for creating a beautiful, peaceful harmony within your house. Doing the waveform generators is a very... Uh, fine-tuned subtle energy Mm -hmm. and if we had a different hearing range we could hear them yes but the things within our hearing range are beautiful too Mm -hmm. we can even use our voice just oming in your home home (laughs) instead of ohm Ohm will create this beautiful vibration does Mm -hmm. everybody want to ohm with us right now
0: well let's do yes and also we want to do the ball because the duck is approaching oh not right away but I mean let's Let's do that without any interruption. All right.
1: And All right, so here's the bowl. It was a good idea, though, to do the ohm so that people could get an idea of that. Yeah, so yeah. maybe on another show we can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, This is the note C, which is a grounding bowl. So if you are going to get one bowl for your home, we've shown bowls on the show ever since I've been doing the show, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: at least and and probably um, well, at any rate, This one is a clear, optically clear sea bowl. change a room, and I, I do use this often—the bowls and drums as well. You can drum will really change the frequency of a room mm-hmm. and yourself, your person.
0: And there's one great and magnificent tool of transmutation that we well mention, and that would be you. You yes, can we didn't trans.
1: Even start that one yet?
0: I know. I just wanted to get it in because we're about to to Please go do. into the next session. you are capable of transmuting any energy anywhere anytime and it is unlikely that you are aware of that to the degree that you would say stop change goodbye Uh, and what can we say you know it's it's just we're not there yet so it's but apparently the duck is here well it is
1: really important so perhaps next week we'll we'll continue this show
0: on on what we can
1: do at transmitting energy with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Duckminster Fuller right there. He did it on purpose. Purpose. Now, can you imagine living your life on purpose instead of by accident? Now that's a whole new way of thinking.
0: Education, there's nothing that is not education. Hmm. 100% of everything that happens in your life is education. There are no exceptions. Would we please stop thinking we're out of school, etc., cetera, et cetera? I know.
1: I, I always thought it was kind of silly to think that we turned 18, it was and a particular was all day, done, yeah. and then we were done, finished cooking, yeah. so to speak. Well, I'm going to do Trisha's birthday reading really quick. Okay. And I often will get requests um, for readings via the email on the show, but honestly, I, I just don't always remember that. So if you can call in.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then I okay first reading and this is Tricia's birthday reading, it, the isolation, and plus it's kind of difficult to weave them in with colors too. But mm-hmm. um, this is um, talking about the melting, using our passion to melt the things that seem to be blocks in our life, and we really have to make that decision first, and get out of the idea that we have to live in the projections of who who we think we are supposed to be and. We wonder why we're unhappy, but then we realize, hey, this was a projection of something that's not really me. And so I feel like there's a time of great clarity coming for you where you're going in and you're clearing out those old pain. And so if you have those moments where, of, of nostalgia or moments from the past where you feel like that you're letting go of things, think of it as coming out of you rather than going in you because that's what's going on. And this is also telling me that you have a great gift with healing people, healing for people. And real quick, um, this is from our lovely viewer from Finland who cannot call in. I'm just going to do a quick one here, and then uh, callers if you are on the line, wait. The f- and, and I can't pronounce their name, but it's U-U-N-N-I, I believe, and maybe I'll write to you and let you know that it's on the show. The comparison card, we're always pitted against something. We're pitted against our male self or our female self or night or day or up or down or good or bad. And it really just takes all of our energy and we never really get on to the projects at hand and the things that we would love to create and have flower in our life. And so what it's saying is to just take a stop, just put the brakes on and say, I'm not going to get caught up in that war anymore. And I'm not going to call myself lazy. I'm going to sit still and I'm going to hear the voice of God, which is really me inside. I mean, it's really coming from within myself and my connection to all that is. And that's when you start really something big opening up. Okay. And, so and we the callers
0: call- begin. Hi, caller. What's your name, please?
3: Hello, Neville and
1: Mary. This is Ayan. Hi, Ayan. Hey, how are you?
0: What can we do for you?
3: Well, you spoke of vibrational energy earlier, and my question is, does the intense energy that I feel coming through the palm of my hands and the soles of my feet come from? And this usually is something I experience when I'm feeling either very happy about something or just sitting still, quiet. And I don't know where it's coming from, nor what I'm supposed to do with that.
1: That sounds like Sakeem to me.
0: Yes, and the part of your answer is that it is you, another part of the answer is that it is um, from other dimensions and um, we would give you back the question what are you going to do with it and to assist you to answer that we offer the sekim, uh, the um, idea that there's um, uh, many levels of education that you could receive about this and what it is that you wish to do with it and that's a very important factor well, what is it you're going circus. to they're very ancient circuits is another correct answer. Um, they are really chafing at the bit, whatever that means. I was never certain. Chomping
1: at the bit? Isn't it chomping? Or,
0: or chafing. Something's going on oh, the at the bit. the
1: chaf- bit's chafing them.
0: Yeah, well, that's anyway. <laughs> about a horse. and you know, Yeah. yeah. So, but at any rate, this is really, really reaching mass in you, okay. and you may choose to uh, get in touch with us, and we can uh, give you more information about that email. And uh, we'll send you some information on that.
1: Sounds great. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Well, thank you're welcome. You. Yeah, thanks. It's always good to hear from you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and and then our next caller, caller? from earlier.
0: Hi, okay. caller. Hi, caller. What's your name?
1: This is Marilyn. Hi, and George. Your show. Well, well,
0: thank, thank you. you. What can we Hi. do for you?
3: Can I get a reading with Barry, please?
1: Sure. Be happy to. And let me do this, and then I will do Cheryl's reading. I know. Okay, the idea of letting go, we are taught how to hold on, but we're really not taught how to let go because we can't be taught how to let go because it's not really an action. It looks like throwing it on the ground, but that's not letting go. Letting go is where you just open your hand and then you trust that something's going to take that out of your hand, so to speak. And it's really a thought of where do I want to go next. And I feel like you had a lot of letting go in your life. And you're still perhaps a bit in a bit of a struggle about where the next step is and I would suggest just taking a break from it altogether and and just relaxing and saying, I'm not going to worry about what's next. I'm not going to let my mind do it. I'm going to let my heart and my heart will always create the next thing for myself. And that is the card then of transformation. It, it's really about taking what we have and transforming it through our decision, and it really does happen. So it sounds like you're in the midst of some big changes and things that may have been ha- holding on for a long time are now ready to let go. So that's great. Excellent. And, and our next Cheryl, caller. No. Cheryl? Okay. Cheryl. okay. Um, the first card we get is the, the control card. I keep always thinking of the Jodie Foster movie, Contact, when she was in some kind of space device and she's being bumped around, she's got this seatbelt on, and then she unhooks her seatbelt, and then she becomes completely still. And when I saw that, I wrote an affirmation that I put on my computer that says, I give up control so that I may find power. And I feel like that's really where you're at right now. Let go, go for the ride. I used to pretend when I was going for walks that I was really an ad at my consciousness was just along for the ride and then it was a beautiful fun thing if I had to go like this place that I didn't want to go and that's kind of what I'm saying is just be the observer in your life right now just see things with an open loving heart and you'll find that everything that's perfect for you just shows right up which is great hmm okay well Excellent. thank you all But we will continue this discussion because Neville and I really wish to talk about how we can, we are really the ones that create that transmutation of the energies. And it's our thinking, it's the words we use, it's how we treat ourselves, it's how we feel connected to everything. And the fact that
0: we are always in command of reality, and it is belied by everything we've ever been taught by everyone around us, uh, and it's simply not true, You, uh, my latest meditation, that's another thing we didn't even begin to cover. Yes. The meditation that I'm lately doing on a regular basis is first the revelation that everything that's in my life is my idea, there are no exceptions. Everything that is happening in my life, everything going on is my idea. Secondly, that it's on my side, it's in my favor it's getting me to evolve it's getting me to move forward it's getting me educated and the third thing is the thought creates where you place your attention grows so this when I read um, recognize these three factors all at once these three factors all at once serenity ensues well you're doing it relax this is your idea act like it it's on your side quit fooling around all you have to do is place your attention on anything and it happens there are no exceptions and yet we are taught the opposite of that that in every possible way every day by everyone and everything around us i'm bored with it okay i i there's no use here anymore i've written the books i've said it a million times um i know it within me and i'm very happy there so what am i going to do then but at any rate we'll talk more about this at another time but this is the no, truth. true meditation
1: the and prayer as well if you've walked into the temples like the a buddhist temple or a church or anywhere and well most churches some churches i don't know i don't usually walk into too many anymore but there, there is this peaceful vibration. I just know the Buddhist churches or temples really feel that way to me. There, it's just serenity. It, everything is taking place at a higher level there. and It's really up to us to define where, what level we wish to live on. Do we want to get off the elevator at the first floor or the seventh floor? It's really your decision and we can approach any room. We can take anything to that place by us thinking at that level that everything loves us and is on our side and I'm not saying that that we don't get stuck in the lower frequencies I do and I pull myself out I find myself in them and I know a lot and I just climb out and so that's what we do we get in them and we climb out and we forgive ourselves because if you get into a lower frequency and then continue to beat yourself up forever over that well then you're not really getting out of that frequency you have to love yourself out of everything that you want to get out of
2: hmm
0: yeah and to be there all the time that is the point but, but so we're going to be at uh, sticks and stones I'm gonna be doing uh, past life um, future
1: off Planet plan between lives
0: yeah in that order it's four sessions it's in on Tuesday evenings in May sign up for well you have you sign up for all four please come and be prompt uh, so that we can do this. There's no um, If you miss a session and you can you go to
1: sticks and stone yeah. dot com, And I'll be there for a, a psychic development, but mm-hmm. um, also the new moon the fire ceremony is going to be on the eighth this or the seventh May 7th and a tarot class I'm teaching tarot for wisdom and growth on the eighth I know it's Mother's Day But perhaps that would be a fun thing to do with your mother is mm-hmm. to come because you get a lot of insight into yourself and learn to read the cards, and it's really wonderful. And then psychic development starting up, Merkaba, yeah, ascension ritual, Merkabah. and then a, a tarot part two later in the month.
0: Ascension ritual?
1: I'm sorry, the ascension Merkaba.
0: Oh, okay. That's anyway, it's two on the web,
1: telepathictv.com. And if you're listening to this on podcast, you can watch Pod. the shows from our website as well. Mm-hmm. And um, Google's not going to be hosting our old videos anymore. So if you want to watch some of those ar- old archives, better. Do it quick. Yeah, quickly. Okay. Our joy and honor to take you to the door.
0: And you're going Although through the door. Although I am working to get them, them over it. to YouTube. Pardon me.
1: I am working to get them all over to YouTube.
0: Yeah. Okay. So go through the door. Quit fooling around.
1: Yes. And this is my Come new on. hat. Doesn't it sort of look like a soda light Hershey's kiss? See, I have it's a very pointed stylish. head. That means I'm a good sender.